BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. I'm Jenna Ellis, and welcome to Just the Truth podcast, sponsored by the Thomas More Society, which is a not-for-profit national public interest law firm dedicated to restoring respect in law for life, family, and religious liberty. You can find them at thomasmoresociety.org. Breaking today, President Trump has announced a brand new spokesperson who is my good friend, and I know you know her, Liz Harrington. She was a former spokesperson for the RNC. The last time I saw her was on The Right View with Lara Trump, Katrina Pearson, uh, Liz and I, who are all talking about election integrity. And so tonight, for her debut, she is here on set with me on Just the Truth for the entire hour. So you're going to get to hear from President Trump's brand new spokesperson, Liz Harrington. Liz, Thank you so much for joining me. Jenna, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So congratulations on this new role. And uh, tell me what it's like. It's amazing. It's such an honor uh, to even be considered. It was just really a remarkable uh, few conversations I had with the president. Uh, He's in a great mood. He's ready to get back out there. He's ready to fight. And I'm just honored to be able to help him in any way I can. Yeah, well, you've been a fantastic uh, spokesperson and commentator throughout the uh, the Trump campaign, of course, for the RNC and then through uh, the election integrity post-November. Uh, and so moving forward, of course, what uh, is the president's agenda? I know the rallies are coming up. And so in this new role, uh, what is your first focus with the president? Yes. So as you mentioned, the rallies are coming back. I know MAGA world and Americans out there have just been so anxious to really hear from President Trump. And so we just announced as well, he will be making a visit to the border, which the Biden regime is just totally derelict of duty and have opened it up to the cartels. So we think it's very important to show some leadership because there is such a vacuum and we've seen it at the G7, at NATO. Um, the country's in serious peril. And, you know, in talking with President Trump, we just really believe we can't really wait till 2022. We can't wait till 2024. We need to be back out there. We need to be speaking the truth. And I think it's really important to get that fighting spirit out there, travel around, see what is going on in the country, especially what's happening at the border. We'll be Uh, having some rallies coming up soon, and we're really excited to get back out there. Oh, I know the American people are so excited for the rallies. That was one of my favorite moments throughout the campaign was when the president walked out to Proud to be an American, and that just resonates with so many people. And there's obviously, Liz, such a severe lack of leadership right now in this country, and it's so obvious that Joe Biden is not really the one who's in control of of, uh, the government and of the Oval Office. And what does it say to the American people that President Trump now is going to visit the border before the alleged border czar Kamala Harris? I think it says it all. I mean, where is our leadership? Where Where is our country going? And you've seen, unfortunately, every move they've made, it's by design. It's not an accident. 
It's not an accident that all of a sudden Putin gets his pipeline that President Trump blocked with sanctions, Nord Stream 2, for years. The most tough president on Russia, mind you, even though we heard the other <laughs> lies for four years. And it's not a coincidence that we didn't get our keystone, that you know, 48,000 people lost their jobs on day one. And it's also not a coincidence that our borders are completely wide open. I mean, what's going on down there is so horrific. It truly is an invasion. I mean, we've heard firsthand accounts on the ground. Law enforcement doesn't know what to do. They've been totally abandoned. And the cartels are running everything now. It's a military-style operation. And I think it says so much that our administration in power has not said anything about this, hardly at all. It will not go down there because it's by design. They want to open our borders. They want to weaken our country. And we're just not going to stand idly by and let that happen. We need to talk about what's going on. The media is not going to do it for us. So we need to be out there representing the true will of the people who still believe in American sovereignty and our great country. Yeah, and President Trump has always been the spearhead of saying, I care about this country, this country is great, and telling the truth. And so as he goes down to the border and uh, and he sees what's going on, I mean, he was the one to champion running in 2016 on build the wall. And now you look at the hypocrisy from the Biden-Harris campaign where they said, oh, come on in and we're going to welcome you. And then Kamala Harris, uh, not that long ago, just last week, was saying, don't come in this very, very stoic manner. And so this just seems like a, a complete change of position from the Democrats now that uh, the Biden-Harris administration is in power compared to what they were pledging to the American people and people beyond the border when we were fighting for President Trump during the campaign. And exactly what we said they were going to do, because they really weren't hiding it, let's be honest. They were the most brazen. I mean, you had cities on fire all summer long. We know who's running the show here. It's the far left. And we knew, and Biden all admitted it. You know, he said he would ban fracking and then he would change his position every other day. But they told you what they were going to do. And now there's no illusions about exactly what's going on. Um, but uh, I don't know what's worse, because you watch the G7, you know Biden's not making any of these decisions. So on one hand, that's a good thing. But who is? And these decisions are clearly designed to hurt Americans and hurt our country. Yeah, and it was very clear when President Trump was in office that he was leading, he was making the calls. We had a strong uh, leadership. And looking at the, the G7, which we'll talk about when we come right back, because there was so much that was just a disaster. And to see Biden in the background Talk about the antithesis of America first. So that was literally America last. And that visual, I think, comparatively with uh, one of my favorite pictures that was always in the West Wing was uh, President Trump extending his hand, you know, right there um, in, in the demilitarized zone, in the DMZ, you know, there um, at, with Kim Jong-un. I mean, it was just such a different picture. And so, Liz Harrington, it's so excited to have you for the hour. We're going to be right back with more here on Just the Truth. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact.
Welcome back to Just the Truth, and I have the exclusive privilege to be talking to Liz Harrington, who is President Trump's brand new spokesperson, and of course you know her from the Trump campaign and the RNC, and she has been all over the airwaves championing conservative Republican values. And so, Liz, thanks so much for being here tonight. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, so uh, so we have this whole uh, Biden-Putin meeting that's going, of course, to happen tomorrow. And this is what happened to Biden yesterday. Well, look, I mean, he has made clear that uh, uh, the answer is, I believe he has in the past essentially acknowledged that he was, uh, there are certain things that he would do or did do. Wow. I, I thought when I first was watching this clip on my phone that somehow I had done something to mute it or something. I mean, I had to go back and say, was there really dead air for that long? It's even worse on the radio. I called it on the way here and it's like dead air, literally. Um, this is an embarrassment. I mean, it, we laugh, but it's actually very sad. Uh, this is the lead supposed to be. This is the uh, leader of the free world. And, that's not a leader. He doesn't even know what he's talking about. But the honestly, even more embarrassing thing is to watch the media say, well, if you watch him there, there's a strategic pause. <laughs> and they're literally trying to argue that this wasn't just a senior moment, a senile man stumbling through, which, you know, before and after that long pause, okay, take that aside, none of what he said made sense. Uh, and I hate to think what happened in the meeting with Putin. Yeah, that's that. It's just really embarrassing. And again, talk about a lack of strength of leadership. The juxtaposition between President Trump and how he led for America, you know, love or hate his policies, at least we knew that he was a very, very strong leader and the Democrats couldn't. Uh, couldn't ignore that. They tried to, but I think you're right that the mainstream media w is bolstering Biden in the exact antithesis of how they tried to consistently attack President Trump. And there was a new study that came out today that said uh, at least 61 percent of Americans think that the mainstream media is just trying to bolster Biden. I think that it's even higher than that, if people are honest. Oh, oh absolutely. And if you look at any real numbers, uh, any more accurate polls, I mean, you have more than half the country now thinking there's cheating in this election, which they're not wrong. And we know this man lacks legitimacy. You watch him on the world stage. You know he's not making any of these decisions. It's a puppet show. And it's really embarrassing because, like you said, when President Trump was in that room, we were in the room. We had a seat at the table. You know, Biden's talking about, oh, we're back. We have a seat at the table. It's the globalists round table. It is nothing to do with our country, our sovereignty or their countries and their sovereignty. And that's what was so great about President Trump, because he recognized when he was negotiating with these world leaders, hey, you want to get a good deal out of me, too, but I'm not going to settle uh, to sell out. America. And finally, we had the respect on the world stage. We weren't laughed at like they're laughing at Biden where, he, I mean, it's just he doesn't he keeps repeating what other people are saying. I mean, it's literally a laughing stock. And it's a really sad, perilous time, not just for our country, but for the world, because here you have Russia and China just running things. I mean, you, I probably all saw the meme of here's Xi Jinping 
putting all the chess pieces of the world leaders at the G7 because they're all sellouts to the CCP. I mean, it's absolute embarrassment, but what's going to happen to free people in these countries? Yeah, and, and I think a lot of people are very concerned now about America's relationship with China comparatively to how President Trump took a very hard stand on China. And we've seen how the mainstream media refuses to cover anything about Hunter Biden, even though uh, John Solomon, of course, who's on our network uh, here with Real America's Voice and Just the News, he's done great reporting, uh, had a piece recently about Hunter's uh, laptop and you know all of the things that are coming out. And during the campaign, the mainstream media refused refused to talk about that. And everybody said, well, that's just Hunter and he's not running for office yet. Can you imagine if it was one of the Trump kids, how much that would be pinned on Donald Trump? And it matters because this is someone who was in the office of vice president when all of this was going on with Burisma and who had all of these ties. And now where are we at with China? It's such a very good question, and it's really a troubling one. And exactly right. You know, Hunter Biden has a new art dealer who also has ties to China. I mean, it's absolutely pathetic. No one's covering it. Um, and you're right. It's not just some, you know, troubled son who, by the way, can get away with apparently saying whatever he wants, racial slurs included. Um, no, he was the bag man for the vice president. He was, go why do you think he was going around on Air Force Two? And these were issues, and it wasn't just the media. It was big tech deplatformed you. I mean, they deplatformed the New York Post for five weeks during an election. Talk about election interference. I mean, that's not even to mention what the stuff that's coming out, what Facebook did uh, with Mark Zuckerberg putting all this private money in all these swing districts the drop-off boxes and everything else. We had so much meddling in this election at the behest of communist China, real interference that we still need to get to the bottom of. And the media is not going to do it again. That's why we need outlets like Real America's Voice. We need Just the News to keep pushing for the truth because it's it's still there. It's waiting to be shown. And I think we're getting closer to it. Absolutely. And, you know, I tell President Trump every time I talk to him, the truth is going to prevail and the truth Absolutely. will continue to come out. And I definitely want to get to election integrity. But uh, but before we get to that on Joe Biden and this whole um, this whole ridiculous pause that he that he's sitting there doesn't know what he's saying. Uh, there are some speculation he's listening in his earpiece. I think you know that's entirely possible. But when you see uh, how he is failing to lead, um, what does that say to the American people when theoretically he's the person? that supposedly got over 80 million votes and was the most popular elected president in American history? I mean, that's just ridiculous. Uh, that would be even more embarrassing for a country if that were true. <laughs> it's, right. And luckily for us, it's not. And I actually still have a lot of faith in the American people. Um, they didn't elect this man. And I mean, if he has an earpiece, I don't know. But we, we do have proof of it. he's got his little anti-Trump flashcard, the Trump bad. You know, he needs a, a reminder to say, to bash uh, the President Trump, which, you know, that's all he seems to be capable of doing up there. Um, but he can't do it without help. And again, there's a reason why 30 percent of Democrats, according to Rasmussen, think there was cheating in this election. 
and it's very clear. Everyone knows it. This person, 81 million votes. He couldn't fill six circles in a high school gym. Everyone knows. And I think it's very clear anyone who's paying attention, they know he's also not running things right now. And that's the real question. Who is? But we know every decision they make, it's for America to be last. Yes. And and speaking of now election integrity, I mean, moving forward with this, um, it's, it is so obvious that there was so much corruption and uh, that the phrase that I kept using during uh, the, the post-November election integrity effort with uh, Rudy Giuliani was this was irredeemably compromised. And as more continues to come out and we see how much lawlessness, how much corruption uh, from the from the governors who, who, and, who pushed through all of these executive orders that were unconstitutional all the way down to the election officials and the administrators that didn't follow the election laws and the procedures of their state. Um, this is something that the American people and, of course, President Trump is very focused on because this is something that uh, I think will be uh, today and through the next coming years uh, be the scandal of our time. I mean, not just with what's coming out with how they harness the coronavirus, how the mainstream media pushed aside the truth there, but what has happened with ballot harvesting, with what's going on in Georgia and all of these audits. So uh, what is, how is the president feeling right now? There's been a lot of speculation about what, uh, what he wants to have happen. What can you tell us about uh, what he's talked to you with respect to moving forward with election integrity. He's very engaged on this issue. And just like I said earlier, how we really believe we don't have time to wait for the next election, the next midterm. We have to fix this now. That phrase really does sum it up. It's irredeemably compromised. Fulton County, the stuff that's coming out there, you finally have these crooked election officials admitting, oh yeah, actually there were a few forms missing. A few forms, chain of custody for drop uh, box ballots, for mail-in ballots. Uh, what does a few represent? 18,900 ballots. That is more than 7,000, the so-called Biden victory margin. So what we have there is Brad Raffensperger signing off and certifying an election where they didn't have any receipts, that those were 18,000 votes just in one county. I mean, there's hundreds of thousands more that are missing. It's actually even worse than that, because those are the ones that have no proof of whether they were legal or valid. You have chain of custody documents that say ballots were delivered after they were received, uh, or before they were received in the Dropbox. So literally, ballots had to go back in time, t time travel, to give a vote to Joe Biden. And that's exactly what they did in Fulton County, in Wayne County, in Phoenix, Maricopa, um, Allegheny, Philadelphia. You know it so well. You were there on the front lines. We have to get to the bottom of this. And President Trump knows if we don't get to the bottom of this, say goodbye to a free and fair election ever again. Yeah, and that's where the American people's attention is focused on those audits. The Democrats are trying as hard as they can to have the truth not come out, but it's going to come out. We'll talk about that more when we come right back here on Just the Truth with Liz Harrington, who is President Trump's brand new spokesperson. So delighted to have her for the deep dive in this exclusive hour on Just the Truth on Real America's Voice. We'll be right back. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. 
There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Welcome back to Just the Truth, and I'm continuing my conversation with Liz Harrington. She's President Trump's brand new spokesperson. You know her well. And Liz, we're talking, of course, about election integrity. This is a huge emphasis for the American people. I think it should be a huge emphasis no matter what party you're on. This should not just be a Republican issue. I hate that the Democrats are trying to spin this as voter suppression or this is just, uh, you know, you fighting back because President Trump lost by a landslide. All of these ridiculous talking points. Listen, anybody reasonable knows that this was absolutely and completely rigged, as President Trump says, because there was so much lawlessness, so much corruption. There is no way that Joe Biden won in a landslide, and we know that. Exactly, and I think more and more Americans are just know in their gut, too, that something's not right. And the more, just like we were talking about the censorship and the cancel culture, the more they try to lean on something one way and censor, Hunter Biden's laptop. And the more, actually, people are attracted to that story, well, what do they not want to show me? And that's what's happening with these audits. I mean, you have a constitutional process. These are uh, done by the state legislatures who are representing their local constituents. They're doing it by the Constitution. You know, the Biden Justice Department, talk about meddling. They have no right to interfere in the state process. The Constitution is so clear on who has that authority to, and we're Americans. You know, Biden isn't a king. We get to scrutinize our own elections. And you're right, it's not just a Republican concern. Clearly, this was a bipartisan rigging. This was, <laughs> I mean, this was all hands on deck here. It was so few people that were said, wait a minute, uh, on the national level. But on the ground, Maricopa County, this audit, which is so diligent, it's on camera 24 hours a day. You know, they had those security camera footage in Fulton County. They didn't want you to see that. This audit, we, they want you to see it. It's on camera. There's so many checks and balances. And actually, you have volunteers who are Democrats. And nobody wants to talk about that. They're just rank and file, people who care about election integrity. Uh, you have one of the main organizers there. I, I'm failing to remember his name, but he was a Bernie Sanders supporter for years and has fought because he thinks Americans need to have confidence in their elections. And that was, that's what this is about. And we spent how many years talking about, you know, elections were rigged with no evidence completely made up dossier with Perkins Coie, which, you know, they were a big player in the election meddling this time around, too. Um, we spent four years on that, and it was all lies. There was nothing to, Russia had nothing to do with President Trump's victory in 2016. And now we're not allowed to question it. And the, and the beautiful thing is they can't hide the truth. I mean, that Rasmussen poll has stayed consistent from December to now. 30% of Democrats. How do you get 81 million votes when your own party thinks you cheated? It just flies in the face of common sense. Absolutely. And even all of the statistics and the numbers on the ground of how many registered Democrats showed up at Trump rallies, Absolutely. how many of the African-American 
uh, vote, the black vote, was going to President Trump. How many, uh, you know, of these traditionally Democrat staunch voters were saying, wait a minute, I actually love what President Trump did, promises made, promises kept, I'm voting for President Trump. I mean, I've done just a, just a random sampling. Every time I get in an Uber, no matter what city it is, I'm a, I always strike up a conversation and just ask, and roughly 98% of people are strong Trump supporters. I mean, this is just, there's nobody that I've, that I have run across who has said, oh, I am such a Biden fan. And yet how many people showed up to those rallies and have been staunch advocates for President Trump? And as you said, he has been proven right every single time. I loved his statement from 45 <laughs> Office where he just listed everything. We should have had a kicker there, you know. Will he be right about the election, too? <laughs> I think so. I mean, the track record here, and you mentioned that, nobody has ever built the Republican Party out like this. I mean, what happened in Miami, Dade County, I mean, once you saw those results coming in in Florida, the writing was on the wall for this election. It was a landslide victory. And then suddenly at 3 a.m., like he said on election night, they called it off. What happened to the election? It just got shut down in these five key areas. And, of course, then you count until you get the result you want. I mean, those rallies uh, really showed that we were getting people off the sidelines like never before who had given up on politics, who hadn't voted in four elections, and lifelong Democrats, you name it, Hispanics, African-Americans, women. I mean, this is a big tent party, a working class party now, and only President Trump did that. And he is the most popular incumbent president in history. He got the most votes. Uh, you know, that's the, the floor they're giving him. But 74 million, that just doesn't happen. And you lose. You gain 500,000 votes in the Bronx. You gain in Los Angeles County. The great Steve Cortez has crunched these numbers. And only in these five swing states, these crooked cities, miraculously Biden outperformed Obama um, and made up all this ground. No, we, we know that didn't happen. And they used the pandemic from communist China to rig the rules and change, change the constitution. They totally violated the constitution. Just on that alone, we, we talked about the Texas lawsuit, um, just laying out those very clear claims. I mean, there's no contest. It, it was clearly a violation of what they did in Pennsylvania and what they did in these states. But unfortunately, it was an ends justify the means, uh, all means necessary to get Trump. And they finally used the pandemic to try to do it. But we still have the truth on our side, and it's such a powerful weapon, and that's what we need to keep pursuing and not give up and not back down and not let corrupt institutions ruin our country. Yeah, absolutely, and the vote is the most sacred aspect of our political system that we the people get to select and prefer who our leaders are. They are not entitled, no person in America is entitled 
to a position in the government. And that's the beautiful thing about America. Tony Fauci. Being, well, yeah, <laughs> right. And I'm so proud, actually, of Marjorie Taylor Greene for uh, the Fire Fauci Act that she announced today. I think that's great. That's, that's the kind of leadership we need in Congress to say, wait a minute, this is congressional oversight. Uh, but, but to your point, I mean, this is the truth is on our side. And in the aftermath of November, when uh, when we saw that they stopped counting at three in the morning, I mean, we were doing the math there in the White House on election night. I was standing there with Paula White and her husband, and we were doing the math saying, wait a second, Pennsylvania, there's no way that they can overcome this. And we're like, this is great. He won. And he came out and he talked and he, and he said that. And then no matter what came in, they just needed a few more. And so mm -hmm. what I think the American people also need to understand about this is we were running on such a short time clock to say to the state legislatures, you need to recognize that your duty has been delegated to these corrupted executive officials. You have the constitutional authority to reclaim your power that is specifically delegated to you in Article 2, Section 1.2. And there were a lot of great leaders in these states that were Republican, but the leadership, the Republican leadership in these states were very weak. They refused to stand up and do something while they had the opportunity now they are. Now they're saying, okay, we need to move forward legislation. But that's what's so frustrating, I think, to the American people is saying, well, wait, this is too little too late. And I understand their frustration. I mean, I was up there with them just trying to get, just let us, you know, question, ask a question. And they, you know, big tech would censor you. You would get ridiculed. You'd get smeared. And all we were trying to do is, well, let's just see if these numbers add up. Yeah. And they didn't. Transparency. And What's so wrong with that? Absolutely. And they're never going to add up for $81 million for Joe Biden. It's just not going to happen. But I understand people's frustration. And that's, I mean, we have to fix it, not just going forward. Obviously, we need voter ID. We need to get rid of machines that, you know, you don't even really know who controls them. And they say they have proprietary information. No, we're the, we're, we're the people. We decide our election system. We need integrity. We need just chain of custody. Obviously, what happened can never happen again. But we also just need the truth to be known as well. Yes. We, can't, we can't let things like this go because uh, if you wait and don't stand and fight when it really matters, I mean, it is going to be too late. And that's, again, I keep saying it, but we cannot wait till 2022. It's not just going to be, oh, Republicans get back in and everything will. Well, how how'd that work out with Paul Ryan? I mean, you know, yeah, absolutely. and most people know that. And, you know, President Trump was such a is such a once in a lifetime leader that can really galvanize what the common man, common woman are feeling who mm -hmm. love this country and are ready to fight for it. And that is really what we're going to we're going to keep doing. Give them a voice because all of these other people that shirked away. I mean, we did have some patriots. Doug Mastriano yes. really that hearing did so much, even though ultimately the other leaders didn't do the right thing. We had some patriots really stand up to do so much to get the truth out, which is still paying dividends 
with these audits that come and maybe we'll see an audit in Pennsylvania. Yeah, and he's still leading the charge on that. I had him on uh, just last week and he's still leading the fight in Pennsylvania. And you're so right, Liz, that the truth will come out and the people who were responsible for making this corrupted need to be held accountable. Yes. We need to make sure that they are brought to justice and that moving forward, the American people can have confidence in our elections and to make sure that their voice is heard through our vote. That is our system. And uh, the truth will continue to come out. The truth always prevails. And I think it's so important for the American people to stand up and say, okay, even if mainstream media is not covering this, we have to make sure that we are focused on this, that we are looking at this. And you are absolutely right that President Trump is always going to fight for the common man. And that's one thing that is so great about him is that he is truly the first citizen president because he came from the private sector. Mm -hmm. That was his strength. He can resonate with the American people. And that's what people love about him. And he's so relatable. He's one of the funniest people I've ever known. And we're going to be right back to talk with Liz Harrington more here on Just the Truth. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Welcome back to Just the Truth. I'm continuing my exclusive one-on-one -on -one interview with Liz Harrington, who is President Trump's brand new spokesperson. And we're talking about election integrity, the future of the Republican Party, and all of the things that truly matter to honest American patriots and your voices, like here on Real America's Voice. And so, Liz, as we're talking about moving forward uh, just today, Mitch McConnell is talking about the future of the Supreme Court. And if Republicans uh, get the majority in 2022, he's going to do the same thing that he did with uh, Scalia's seat and say, no, Joe Biden, you cannot fill a seat. And I think a lot of people don't really understand the whole uh, advice and consent portion of the Constitution that requires the Senate to sign off on presidential nominations. That's, that's I think, President Trump's first term, and I emphasize first term. Uh, <laughs> his greatest legacy was the federal bench and that relationship with Mitch McConnell. Right. And if Mitch McConnell had fought a little harder for Georgia and election integrity like we've been talking about, maybe he'd be in a better position to stop that now. Yeah. Um, Very good point. I mean, yeah, obviously the, those seats in Georgia, I mean, the, the integrity issues in Georgia just put all of those in question. But that is the, what the Constitution says. And that is, I guess, what he views as number one job, which is, you know, been a benefit to expanding conservative judges, people who are originalists, which are very important. But again, you know, when it comes down to such fundamental issues like we were just talking about in the elections, and then you don't have an avenue to hear these real constitutional claims in the court system, you do have a problem. So I think a lot of Republicans, a lot of the base are not too impressed by these pledges from Mitch McConnell because where were you when it actually mattered, when it's really going to make a difference? And so when you talk about the future, it's not going to be these uniparty types. It's just not. It's going to be these new fighting candidates who take President Trump's policies. And President Trump's going to be the leader of this party as long as he wants to be, because he's the one who delivered. And it wasn't this you know, accident 
how he became the most popular incumbent president, how he grew our party. It was because he's not a politician. He did this novel thing in politics where he said exactly what he was going to do, and he did it. He didn't have another agenda. He wasn't beholden to anyone else. He wasn't selling out America on every turn. No, he was a businessman, but a very clear set of agenda items when it came to the border, when it came to trade, the economy, military, pro-life, all of these different things he followed through because he had conviction and he didn't care what anyone else was going to think. He was there to do a job. And so anyone that's going to have success in our party is going to follow that example and probably get his endorsement. If you're going to have success, you need his endorsement. Uh, you should see his track record. It's incredible because that is a trusted track record. And that's why all those people that were turning out 2016 and 2020 who came off the sidelines, the reason why they weren't participating before is because they knew it doesn't matter if it's a Bush or a Clinton or Obama or a Romney. Nothing will change. And we saw that very clearly uh, in between November 3rd and January 20th. We saw what this corrupt system is for, for all to see. And that is a silver lining, I think. A lot of people's true colors came out. Um, the people who were really uh, fighting for the country and for the truth were shown. And, and that fight's going to continue, and the people are on their side. That's what, that's what people have to remember as well. I mean, you talk about H.R. 1 and Mitch McConnell, the Republicans are going to band together. Oh, great, that's great. Don't make permanent the steal. Don't enshrine that into federal law. Um, but... They will have no legitimacy to get H.R. 1 through if we expose how they have, how the emperor has no clothes, how there are no receipts for what they're claiming. We need to keep doing that. We need to keep exposing what's really going on on the border, what's actually going on with China, what's going on with the China virus, all of these different things, all these different lies, what the media tells us, what big tech, this, could, this corrupt system. We keep exposing that. We have the public on our side, and that's so, so important. Yeah, the truth is always on uh, the side of, of President Trump because he cares about the truth, and it seems like the Democrats don't. And, and I love what you said that President Trump in Washington was really the first person who was a statesman, not a politician. And because of that, he exposed where everyone's true allegiances were. I mean, I think he is the one person who could have gone into Washington and said, hey, you can't sit on the fence anymore. You have to stand and declare where you really are. And we've seen where some people truly are, like the Liz Cheney's or the Mitch McConnell's or you know Paul Ryan when he was Speaker of the House. All of these people who were part of the establishment, part of why uh, the, some Americans were just so sick of politics, those are the people who are rallying around President Trump and still do because he is the leader to say, no, America matters. We're going to continue fighting for our country. And as much as the establishment of the GOP would like to suggest that he's not the head of the party and the Democrats just want to get rid of him. I know that it's so important that now you're in this position as well, speaking uh, for him and how he continues to make statements. He's going to start his rallies because the American people are still listening to him and he is still going to be that leader that people will follow. Oh, absolutely. And again, we've seen it. There's such a void. I mean, you're, you're not going to get it from the Biden regime because everyone knows he's not actually running things. 
and it's so important at this time in our country. I mean, we have no equal justice under the law right now at the federal level. I mean, just look at what they're doing with the Justice Department. You know, they didn't look into any of these irregularities. Oh, no, that's not the federal government's role, right? That's the state's role. And then all of a sudden, here comes a forensic audit uh, authorized by the Constitution, and here comes the corrupt Justice Department. I mean, and we're talking about peaceful protest. You had January 6th. They opened the doors of the Capitol, which is supposed to be, I mean, We've both been there. It's not an easy building to get into when you know there's that many people. They open the doors and people walk through. Obviously, we're not condoning you know, breaking property or violence, but some people just got just walked in. And now they're being kept in for misdemeanors in some political jail. I mean, what is happening here? What, what about the people that burned down St. John's Church? Mm -hmm. What about the people who were throwing feces at cops for 100 days in Portland? I think they're still out there. That Kamala and, Harris wanted to bail out. Who literally <laughs> bailed out a child rapist in Minnesota. I mean, where is the standard equal justice under the law? And that's really troubling. I mean, you have the president of the United States. His lawyer was spied on while they were doing a sham impeachment. The next day, they went into Rudy Giuliani's iCloud count. And now they're raiding his apartment, this is very, very troubling, and we cannot allow it to happen. We cannot allow America to fall like every other nation throughout human history to tyranny and communism and Marxism. We're not going to let it happen, and that's why we need to be out there and speaking the truth and exposing it, because they, they can't stand on, on these lies. They just can't. Yeah, and I love that you continue to emphasize the truth because that's what I try to do here every night is to just emphasize the truth. It's not about one party over the other. And President Trump has consistently said uh, throughout his first term that country over party matters. And of course, he is a conservative in the sense of conserving the Constitution, but the truth always matters. And preserving and protecting the foundation and heritage of this country and the rights of every individual that the government's obligated to preserve and protect. That's what he stands for. I love it. We'll be right back with more with Liz Harrington here on Just the Truth. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome back to Just the Truth with uh, my great friend Liz Harrington and our exclusive interview one-on-one. -on -one. She is the brand new spokesperson for President Trump and 45 Office. And Liz, so in uh, our last few minutes we have together, it always goes by so fast and I'll love to have you on anytime. Uh, what can we expect from 45 Office? I know we've talked about the rallies, but moving forward uh, beyond election integrity in the rallies, what's the emphasis for uh, the office? I mean, President Trump, no one fights like him, and no one has really the ideas that can really move us forward and hit where we need to hit. And that's what we're really going to be focused on. This is a fight for this country, and that's why we're not waiting. And we're going to be out there, and we're going to have some exciting, uh, maybe new 
uh, ventures and different places you'll see President Trump. But it's going to be all about saving this great country. I mean, that's what really made him run in the first place. It's all about making America great again. And he proved how easy it is to do it. When you have someone of conviction who follows through on their word, he did it in less than four years. And now we can see how easy it is to try to dismantle the core of our Constitution, the core of who we are. And we're just not going to let that happen. So I think that's what you're going to expect. He's going to be very involved uh, in all of these races. Uh, we need to have good, strong candidates who are not going to sell out once they get in there, who are not going to get bought off. Um, and it's going to be a really exciting, important time. And we need a leader. And President Trump is that leader. He, he was in 2016. He was in 2020. He still is today. And he's going to be on the front lines. Yeah, I think that's so encouraging to so many Americans to see. And he is leading stronger from outside D.C. than lame, sleepy Joe is from the inside the beltway. And isn't that sad for the Democrats to see that? Uh, but it's really encouraging to the American people to know that, you know, most people would say, OK, you know, fine, um, I'm out of the Oval Office, so I will go and retire. I mean, he could be golfing every day if he wanted to now. And, but the fact that he is still on the front lines, he is still so committed to the American people and for all of the people who voted for him, who stand strongly with him, that our country matters, that's what a real leader does. And I know in every time that I've been in a meeting with him, he always knows more than every single person in the room. He yeah. is so involved and invested in every single detail. And it's going to be so important, as you said, the endorsements that he provides. I think every uh, GOP candidate is vying for uh, his blessing to see the election integrity efforts that come down. And um, and now, Liz, of course, with your new role. And so for people who, um, who've who known you from the RNC, who uh, now are going to get to know you more and follow Liz right now, uh, at Real Liz USA. So follow you on Twitter. Before um, all the followers disappear again. <laughs> right. Yes. Like like they did yesterday. It's always Magically. interesting that, yeah, yeah, everybody goes around, hey, we just randomly lost 3,000. But And uh, hopefully Twitter will not suppress or silence your voice. Um, so follow her definitely on all the social platforms. Um, but but tell me a little bit about you. I mean, you and I have been friends, of course, through the campaign. You are such a strong, strong voice and advocate, and you're um, one of the kindest people that I know personally. And um, so tell people a little bit more about you and why you decided to accept this new role. Well, you don't really say no <laughs> when you get a phone call like that. And Very I'm true. just so excited. I, I couldn't imagine uh, you know, a more important time and a, a really a more important person to get to contribute and, and to help uh, in such a critical time for our country. And he's going to be such an incredible boss. I'm so excited. But yes, as you mentioned, I was at the RNC. Um, I was the national spokesperson there. And before that, I was at the Washington Free Beacon. I was in conservative journalism for many years. Uh, I actually wrote a lot about Fauci's NIH, but I was more on the wasteful spending side. I, I wasn't looking in Wuhan yet, but uh, I kind of carved out my, my waste, fraud, and abuse beat. And I just thought I had a knack for politics. I was a rush baby. Uh, my family's very conservative. Um, I grew up on an organic dairy farm, and my dad's still a farmer to this day. And, you know, we're just regular working class, you know, people and who love this country. And 
wanted to pay attention and wanted to be involved and wanted to know what was going on uh, with our country. And so I really got kind of a knack for politics and uh, I got interested in it. And after college, I applied any job I could get, even like an office manager at Politico. I was trying to get anything I could in DC and it took a long time. Meanwhile, I was uh, had a records department job and I was scanning documents for eight hours a day listening to talk radio and <laughs> I finally landed a um, unpaid internship with Frank Gaffney at the Center for Security Policy that led to a paid internship with uh, CNS News. They're the media research center's outlet and then I got to go to the Hill and I got to ask Nancy Pelosi tough questions and I just started my career as a reporter and that led to the Free Beacon and we did a podcast, and we, we had a lot of fun over there, and, and one thing led to another, and I ended up at the RNC, and it's been such an amazing ride, um, and I've had a lot of fun, but, you know, you got to keep having fun, I think, because, you know, there's nothing else, right? we got to right. keep, keep being optimistic and just love our, our God, our country, and our faith, and, and keep fighting. It's, 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 I've been so blessed. The Lord's really blessed me, and I'm so excited to start this new chapter. And I couldn't imagine a more exciting place to end up. Um, but we'll see what happens, and I couldn't be more excited. Yeah, well, all the best to you, Liz, and we'll look forward to having you on more as uh, things continue and all uh, the best in your new role. And I know the first thing that President Trump said to me, the very first rally I got to go with uh, to him the day after he hired me, was he came and he said, how was it? And I was like, this was amazing. And he <laughs> said, we're going to have fun. And I think that he also has that emphasis on just having fun, you know, with, the, with the dancing at the rallies, with everything that he does. Um, he is a strong leader, but he also recognizes that being an American is so much fun. So congratulations. No matter where you are, if you're in this country, you're blessed and there's something to be happy about. And that's why we got to fight so hard to, to keep it that 100%. way. hundred percent. Well, we'll look forward to hearing more from you. Thanks so much, Liz. And now to Just the Word. First Peter 5, 6-7 says, Humble yourselves, therefore, under God's mighty hand, that he may lift you up in due time. Cast all your anxiety on him, because he cares for you. That's it for this episode of Just the Truth. I'm Jenna Ellis, and we are sponsored by the Thomas More Society, which is a not-for-profit national public interest law firm dedicated to restoring respect in law for life, family, and religious liberty. You can find out more about the Thomas More Society and the incredible work that we do there at thomasmoresociety.org. And I will be back tomorrow and every Monday through Friday here on Just the Truth.